Hello, and welcome to the First Pick Podcast, your number one overall choice in sports podcasting. I'm your host, Maddox Miller, and this is part one of a bit of a part two episode on Saturday because I want to do a week one recap, and the second part will be my week two predictions. So this is going to be a lot shorter of an episode, and the second part should be a lot longer of an episode, but I think I'm going to start doing this either every Saturday, Sunday, or... So I'm probably, I might release an episode tomorrow, or I might do it every Friday, Saturday. Friday being the recap and talking about other news that's happened in the NFL and NCAA because the Big Ten schedule just got announced, which is very exciting for college football because that means one of the biggest conferences in the sport is finally going to be able to play football. And also just Friday, just kind of talk, yeah. And then Saturday will be the main predictions, and then Friday will be recap. Um, so I guess we'll see how that goes, but let's just hurry up and get right through the recap. Uh, the Jets beat the, or no, the Bills beat the Jets, Packers beat the Vikings, Washington football team beat the Eagles, Ravens beat the Browns, Jaguars beat the Colts, Raiders beat the Panthers, Bears beat the Lions, Seahawks beat the Falcons, Patriots beat the Dolphins, Chargers beat the Bengals, Cardinals beat the Niners. Saints beat the Buccaneers, Rams beat the Cowboys, Steelers over the Giants, and Titans over the Broncos. So week one, you kind of have to take with a grain of salt. Because a lot of people are already like, oh, Tom Brady is a system quarterback and he won't be able to compete against the Saints. I don't think that at all. Uh, I think that it's just going to take a couple games for Tom Brady to get in his groove with the Buccaneers because he has a lot of weapons that he hasn't usually had in New England, and he has a complete, he has literally, like, this is the first time he's had a different head coach in his entire NFL career, so I'm taking the Saints-Buccaneers game with a grain of salt, um, because I know Tom Brady is a really good quarterback, and I think he will be able to find his groove eventually, but for now, the Saints clearly hold dominance over the NFC South with the Panthers, the Falcons losing, and then beating the Buccaneers. Uh, another game, two games that were very, very interesting was the Washington uh, Eagles game and then the Jaguars-Colts. So the Washington football team and the Jacksonville Jaguars were seen coming into the season as probably the two worst teams in the NFL. The Jaguars traded everyone, traded everyone away, and then the Washington football team is just bad. It's just gen- generally bad. But instead, Jacksonville beat the Indianapolis Colts by 7, and the Washington football team beat the Philadelphia Eagles by 10, holding the Eagles scoreless in the second half as they went on a 27 unanswered point streak. I see both of these games as, like, Washington and Jacksonville getting a little lucky, but I'm not as like, oh my god, now the Washington football team and the Jacksonville Jaguars are amazing. I'm seeing this as the Eagles and the Colts just might be bad. The Eagles looked terrible in that second half. And guys, like, the O-line, it feels like, hates Carson Wentz. And Zach Ertz got hurt. And it seems like there's a weird tight end power dilemma going on with Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Uh, But Washington just played really well and just outplayed them in that second half. Uh... Overall, I see this as more of a Eagles might be not that good than a Washington might be good. 
Uh, and then with the Colts Jaguars, I see this as Gardner Minshew is just a is proving himself as a good quarterback, and the Colts still have some problems to work out with Philip Rivers as their quarterback because Philip Rivers is a weird quarterback. He'll throw for a lot of yards, but he won't throw them efficiently. He might get you 300 yards a game, but it'll cost you, like, a throwing percentage of, like, 45. He'll throw, like, 45%. Um, But this is another, like, the Colts might just have some problems to work out. And I think the Jags are just, the Jags just have a lot to prove because everyone just kind of defaulted them to the number one pick like everyone did with, uh, who got the number one pick last year? With Cincy. Everyone kind of defaulted Cincy or Miami to the number one pick. So everyone's kind of defaulting. Jacksonville is like, oh, they're going to get the number one pick easy. But uh, I think they are going to come to that form. But right now they just they have a fire lit with them. But I think once they kind of play up an opponent that is their team is more solidified and doesn't have a brand new quarterback coming in like Phillip Rivers or like the Eagles who just Carson Wentz isn't like the most healthy and isn't the best quarterback in general, I think the Jaguars will eventually step down to where they belong, which is in the bottom tier of the NFL. But right now it's really fun to see Gardner Minshew just absolutely decimate a team. And it's fun to see Eagles fans get frustrated over losing to the Washington football team. And then uh, what other games? Uh, Patriots-Dolphins was interesting. Uh, Cam Newton uh, showed out really well against this Miami team. Miami, while not the best team, always gives the Patriots a tough time. They always compete really hard against the Patriots. So uh, I'm not surprised that the Patriots only won by 10 because it's just the Dolphins. The Patriots have really bad luck against the Dolphins. But Cam Newton looked really, really well in that game, and that's really good to see because everyone was a little iffy on how Cam was going to perform, and the answer is he performed performed really well. And it also showed that Belichick can now be more versatile with his offense. It, with with Tom Brady at quarterback, it was either throw with Tom or run the ball. Now you can throw with Cam, run the ball, or run the ball with Cam. That's one more option, which is a big thing when it, when it turns out that Cam Newton scores two rushing touchdowns. But overall, the Patriots looked good. Dolphins looked fine. Fitzpatrick struggled which is good for Tua because he might get an early start because, like, Fitzpatrick really struggled. And I like Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I think eventually he is going to get benched because he's just okay. He's an okay quarterback. Uh, Going on to the only rookie quarterback to debut in week one, uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow looked... Looks looked good. Joe Burrow looked really good out there. He may have th- he may have thrown an interception, but he ran for a touchdown and he threw fine with yardage. He basically got the Bengals into a winning position or a game tying position, but then Randy Bullock shanked a field goal. So you can't really blame Burrow or even the defense. Like holding holding an offense to sixteen points is is like really good, especially an offense with guys like Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, and Mike Williams as uh, receiving threats. Uh, the Chargers looked good. Both teams actually looked really solid. Joe Mixon looked good. A.J. Green looks fine. He caught the game-winning touchdown, but it was called back for a P.I. Overall, I think both teams looked really good, and I'm, I'm not really surprised with how close this game was, and it probably should have gone to overtime if Randy Bullock could just kick a field goal. 
probably one of the most surprising games was the Cardinals 49ers. The Cardinals beating the 49ers 24 to 20. I did not expect this at all. I really did not expect this. The Cardinals offense was on fire. DeAndre Hopkins looked amazing. Kyler Murray looked amazing. And they just overpowered that defense. I did not expect them to uh, pull the upset out like this against a team, 49ers team that is fresh off of a Super Bowl appearance. Um, what other games? There aren't really any other surprises except for maybe the Ravens absolutely trouncing the Browns 38-6. to Like, that is just embarrassing. That's an embarrassing loss. That's I, I that's the largest margin of victory of the week. Um and that's just embarrassing. So uh I think for these recaps I'm gonna do a uh team of the week and I'm gonna do a like a hmm, I don't really know how to put this, but like a disappointment team of the week and then probably a a shocker team. So I think probably the team of the week has to go to the Ravens. The Ravens were tied for the most points scored uh, of the week with 38. The only other team to score 38 was the Seahawks. But the Seahawks did not hold their their opponent to six points like the Ravens did. The Browns have an offense consisting of Odo Beckham Jr., Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, and uh, Austin Hooper, and Baker Mayfield. And they could only put up... A field, two field goals. That is embarrassing. And then the the Ravens' offense just decimated the defense. So team of the week probably goes to the Ravens. Uh, lo- loser of the week. I feel like there's four contender, five contenders here because you got the Colts who lost to a bad Jaguars team. You got the Eagles who lost to a bad football team, and then you have. Niners who got upset by a Cardinals team, even though you just made the Super Bowl. But then you have the Bengals and you have the Lions. The Bengals lost because Randy Bullock can't kick a field goal. The Lions lost because DeAndre Swift has brick hands. But I'm not going to give loser of the week to either of these teams. I am going to give it to the Eagles uh, because, come on. You were up 17-0, and you put up zero points in the whole entire second half. That is just embarrassing. You left 27 unanswered points, and you let, and you let Carson Wentz get absolutely decimated by a, D, a D-line consisting of actually some really good players, but still, you can't let that happen. And I think that is going to be it for the Week 1 recap. Overall, uh, I'm not surprised with many of the results of these games. Uh, a lot of them, a, a couple of them were kind of 50-50, like Titans-Broncos was like, anyone could win, Cowboys-Rams, anyone could win, Bucks-Saints, anyone could win, um, Raiders-Panthers, anyone could win, I feel like Packers-Vikings, anyone could, uh, any of those two teams could have won, but the Packers won, but overall, this week was kind of, this week had a lot of surprises, a lot of surprises, and a lot of bad happenings. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening to part one of this two part episode. Uh, just hop on over to the second part and you'll get the really, really long, probably almost 50 minute episode of me giving my week one predictions. So that is all.